live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Almost 11 minutes after 6. Great to be with you on this Wednesday morning. Wisconsin's Morning News. Eric, I have a story somewhat controversial surrounding former President Donald Trump. This is about legal issues? Ooh. No. No, it's not? This is about politics. Ah, interesting. No. No? This is about golf. Bing, bing. I love it. I love it. Story posted to Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it now by Golf Digest reposting something former President Trump put out on his social media platform, Truth Social. Here's what uh, Golf Digest wrote. Donald Trump announced over the weekend that he won his senior club championship after firing a 67 at Bedminster. I'm sitting there tweeting, bing, bing, bing. (laughs) Bing, 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 67. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's a great score. It's a ridiculous score. Do you know how many people ever even shoot like under 100 in golf? (laughs) It's not many. And as you go down by 10, the number of people that have ever broken 90, so you're shooting in the 80s, very few. 70s. Rarified air. People who shoot under par, not many of them. No. Looks easy when the guys are out on tour doing it. 67 is a great tour score. What are you tour suggesting? Golfer score. Here's the quote. I am pleased to report for those that care, I just won the senior club championship at Bedminster, Trump National Golf Club, shooting a round of 67. More from the former president, he says. Now, some people will think that sounds low. Yeah, all of the people. <laughs> That's low for a pro. That's a great round for a pro. But there is no hanky-lanky. Okay. There's definitely no hanky-panky. I don't know what lanky. Is yeah, that a different lanky, category? That's, that's of right. term. haven't heard that well, one. Well, nothing untoward, according to the former president. Bing, bing. I love it. I love it. He finishes with, now some people will think that sounds low, as I said. Many people watch. Plus, I am surrounded by many Secret Service agents, somehow suggesting that they would be the ones <laughs> yeah. to step in and say, uh, Mr. President, I believe Are they watching that, him as that ball is out of bounds, sir. You have to go back and re-tee. <laughs> sir, I'm sorry. They're, due to do, they're there to do whatever he tells them to do. So Judge Smales anyway. with the foot wedge. Don't count that. I was interfered with. All right, sir. So That's- do you think... Do you think that this is a strategy? <laughs> like, does someone just say, "Hey, let's let's troll everybody. Let's just." Uh, I'm just love. I'm li- living life. I'm doing my hey, thing. Hey, Donnie, make sure put 67. Then does someone tell him to do that? Is this a suggested advisement, or is he just wing it and just throw whatever he puts out there? I should look up. Like, I don't know if you can look up. I, you know, because I I play golf and so I have a handicap. And so in Wisconsin State Golf Association, my app, you can look up anybody. If you had a handicap, I could look up Bill Stead and yeah. see what your hey, number is. You won't find me in there. Fi- I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see and look him up what his handicap is. But nonetheless, a uh, guy on Twitter immediately posted a poll question. Did he play legit? 87% no. <laughs> a lot of other tweets that followed, mm. including the popular. And what did he shoot on the back nine? Bye, bing. Bing, that's the end of that. You know, it's the only thing he can say. Let's get it on here this Wednesday morning. Eric, you have new information on Idalia. She's been, uh, the storm has been downgraded now. Yes, now a Category 3 as the storm makes landfall in the Gulf Coast. It actually looks like it's starting to dissipate a little bit. Just looking at the radar, trying to interpret that, but 
Still a big storm packing a pretty big punch, so it rolls in. We'll have more updates throughout the morning. Talking live with ABC News' Jim Ryan at about 20 minutes before 7 o'clock this morning. He is in Tampa. Looks like Tampa, I don't want to say it was spared, but did not bear the brunt of the storm. It tracked a little bit to north, the north yeah. of that area. So we'll get an update live from ABC News coming up in about 20 minutes. Story that caught my eye just because I kind of got college on the brain. With my oldest, we just dropped her off in New York for yeah. her freshman year. Some recent graduates of the UW Oshkosh MBA programs, Masters of Business Administration. So these aren't 18, 19-year-olds. These are people who already have degrees and they've okay. gone back for an sure. MBA. Yeah. yeah, Masters, all right. But they just got a bill for about $8,000 each, even though they already graduated last December. Story in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, seven MBAs got the notice that due to an error on the university's end, they had been undercharged and thus Whoa. still owed. <laughs> Excuse me? It's about the reaction, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, how about that 8K you owe us? And like, what? <laughs> I have a diploma. You said I'm, I'm yeah. done here. Aren't you supposed to ask for fundraising at this point? Anyway. So they're not real happy about it, obviously. They thought yep. they were paid in full. And they're in sort of a back and forth now with the university over the payment, according to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Raises the fair question, though. 8K is a lot of money, right? Didn't you realize, particularly since you're business students, like, hey, <laughs> they should have known. I thought this was going to cost me a lot more. However, you've arranged the payments Everyone, for the fees and tuition and all people that. People are different about that, especially if money is not being sucked out of their accounts. That's right. I'm just, like, right. See no evil here. No, yeah. I mean, nothing to see here. I mean, were they just hoping to get away with it or were they not smart enough to catch it? Either way you want it, it ain't good, mm, right? Right. Well, according to the piece, they did notice. And they told UW, like, a couple of them are like, hey, uh, I think you're not taking enough here. Or in one case, here's this guy. Almost half a year after we graduate, we get an $8,000 bill. That's a lot. That's recent graduate Stuart Kuzik said in an interview, $8,000. I don't care who you are. It's a lot of money. Big of difference course. in people's lives. Yes. So this guy Kuzik said he had contacted the university back in January and multiple points since pointing out billing discrepancies. The university at one point even told him he had overpaid. <laughs> and that was not his accounting. Here's his quote. Now they're stating we owe them money? What are we to believe? Also, what happens six months or a year from now? They come back and want more. How long do I have to live waiting for another bill from the university? <laughs> but it, but that, he's right. But at the same time, who is this guy? Oh, uh, hey, uh, I, I don't believe we're paying enough. <laughs> right. uh, I have not paid enough. Um, well, me and my fellow colleagues, uh, we all owe you more money. Like <laughs> I would want to be I new. would like to pay you more. Hey, well, because, shut the hell up. Because he wanted exactly well, not this. Right. No, I get it. To later say like, hey, uh... That 8K you owe us, that's due today. I don't know how it all works out. I mean, what is it? Seven students at $8,000, you know, just under $60,000. But UW, money, needs the, right? <laughs> UW Oshkosh needs the money. At 641 this morning, Hurricane Adalia losing steam but still packing a punch. Downgraded now just this morning to a Category 3 storm. Ripping the northern Gulf Coast, panhandle of Florida, much of the state getting in on at least some rain from that massive storm. Georgia also seeing rain from those outer bands. Those in the storm's path who did not flee told the shelter in place. ABC News correspondent Jim Ryan is in Tampa. He's live with us this morning on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. So Tampa, Jim, this looks like this is making landfall north of there. How fares that major metro area? 
Very well, actually. I mean, relatively well. The the storm surge is still something to be concerned about. At low tide, Tampa Bay was still rising, which tells you that the force of the storm was pushing the surf inland and pushing it into the bay. And so uh, that's going to be a problem. There will, there will be some coastal flooding associated with that. Um, but uh, beyond that, I mean, the, the majority of the damage is going to be up at the point of landfall, landfall around there, uh, which is in the Big Bend section, which is kind of where the Florida Peninsula and the Florida Panhandle come together, that sort of uh, inlet of there. If you, if you think about the geography, the storm will come ashore in probably half an hour or so, the eye of the storm. I mean, that's not to say that there won't be damage before and after the eye crosses over. That, that's only a moment in time. Jim, I've never covered a hurricane myself, but I know a lot of reporters who have. How have you hunkered down? Like, what precautions did you take to make sure that you were safe as you're as you're there reporting, like where are you? Are you are you out waiting in the in the surf? No. <laughs> okay. Good, uh, good to hear. It would lose some of its impact on the radio, but no, I'm sitting outside <laughs> in wouldn't. my vehicle because my vehicle has power. Uh, the hotel over there doesn't have power. Nothing has power here, really. But uh, you can power off your car, and so that's what I've learned over uh, 30 years of covering hurricanes, a couple of dozen of these things over that time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a matter of staying safe, making sure you have a way to get out of the area where you are and uh, not doing anything too dumb. What's the biggest concern? Is it the storm surge? It is. Uh, the storm surge at the point of impact there, the point of landfall up in the Big Bend area, is going to be around 16 feet huge. But there, luckily, if it had to come ashore somewhere, Vince, uh, that's probably the best place. Not uh, terribly populated. The nearest town inland from there is about 30 miles, which is is good news, because even 30 miles away, that 16-foot storm surge should not be such an issue. Talking with Jim Ryan of ABC News. Uh, Jim, last thing for you. I know the rebuild process is sort of already happening. I mean, they're pretty good at this down in Florida, and there are things in place that will, as soon as the immediate storm passes, folks will move in right away and start getting that power up and running and look at what needs to be fixed. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, the, the, the power crew started arriving here days ago. Uh, and uh, so, uh, yeah, having these people in place, thousands of them from as far away as Maine, uh, getting FEMA to get emergency services down here, gasoline, 1.2 million gallons of gasoline has already been staged around the area uh, to ensure that people can gas up their cars. And now I'm looking off toward the southeast. There's a rainbow. Nice, beautiful rainbow here in Tampa, Florida. Stay safe, my friend. Thanks, Jim. Take care. Jim Ryan from ABC News. He's in Tampa this morning. Yeah, I never covered a hurricane, but we've covered tornadoes. thing about a tornado is once it's done, it's done, right? And you have this immediate area that oftentimes is is destroyed, but the surrounding areas probably have power, Mm -hmm. probably have Mm -hmm. gasoline, you have all these things. So when you're talking about that rebuild and the cleanup and all those efforts, you have someplace to stage all that. Very specific. Hurricane, very different because such a large area can be without power and there's trouble getting gas and all those things. So definitely thinking of all those folks in Florida this morning. We'll keep an eye on Hurricane Adalia as it is set to make landfall shortly. 645 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Six fifty-two on this Wednesday morning. It is time for toll roads in Wisconsin. E, I have come to accept and support this position following my halfway across the country roadie to take my daughter to college in New York City, yeah. where I traversed six states, paying tolls in each and every one of them, but for one, our home state here of Wisconsin. I paid to drive through Illinois, 
Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and in New York, about 20 bucks a pop to go through the Lincoln and Holland Tunnels. Who had the best roads? Uh, Pennsylvania was really solid. First of all, it was a beautiful drive gate to gate. Yeah. From west to east, from east to west on I-80, it was beautiful, and they were in pretty good shape. It never ends, does it? <laughs> no, it just You just keep going, but you're, but it's beautiful there. Ohio's yeah. a crummy drive. There's nothing going. <laughs> we're bringing our teammate from 101.7 The Truth, Dr. Ken Harris. My thing with it, Dr. Ken, is, look, I don't want to pay anymore to drive around, whatever, but like we're leaving money on the table. Clearly, everybody else is doing this. Illinois, in 2021, which is the last time I have data on it, collected about $1.5 billion on their toll system. Like, we're leaving money on the table. So I'm going to talk to Eric today because I realize it took a, what, 15-hour drive to turn Vince around (laughs) to get him on track to actually making money in Wisconsin. But you're right. It is a a great way to make money. It's easy. And we've got four things in Wisconsin that I'm sure – will help us make money. Badgers, Bucks, Brewers, and Packers. Yep. Yeah, if you want to find a way to pay for some of the things that we've been talking about, or even, you know, we've talked about how do we continue to sustain transportation funding as the gas tax. We collect less and less from that because you've got the electric cars out there and all of that. Like, this is a problem, and here's the solution. And what brought me around, to your point, Ken, was driving around and seeing everybody else is doing this, so are, are we the only fools? And we're the only ones complaining about the fact that we don't have any money. Right. Yes. <laughs> to make. yes. The problem is Democrats in Madison have never seen a tax they didn't like. So my fear is that we'll get up to that $20 you know, point like day one, and that's going to be a problem. But I did ask around yesterday. Um, in, in anticipation of our conversation, and everybody I spoke to, I said, if you were going to a game to go see Green Bay Packers, how much would you pay for a toll? All of them said $10. $5 in, $5 out. So where do you want to put that up? Like on that, the Leo Frigo Bridge up there or the 172 overpass? Oh, it's, it's going to be on 41, 45. Yep. It's going to be on 43. It's going to be on 39. Well, think about all the folks driving up to Door County. And the thing is, what I would like to see with that in association, your point about taxes, Ken, is I would like to see then, you know, are there other taxes that we can lower for the people of Wisconsin, for people who live here, that will kind of offset that increased thing so that the larger, the larger burden is borne by people from out of state who are driving through? We could probably lower our income tax to about everybody flat rate, maybe three, four percent. And we could also raise money by doing something with medicinal marijuana. We could also do some sports gambling. There's a lot of money that's being left on the table every year that everyone yep. else does but us. But but you have to remember, marijuana, you have to not overtax. If you have marijuana, you, you have the statutes in place, and you tax it at the normal rate of buying something, it's fine. These other states have done it, and they overtaxed it, and only – Upper middle class people can afford it, and they just created a bigger uh, illegal marijuana buying. So, eh. 
<laughs> so, man. can we get rid of the gates though on the top? I thought yeah. we were done with that because the one you know that most of us are probably familiar with, if you're hearing my voice right now, is right after you cross the border into Illinois. Mm-hmm. It's all that open field, so you just zip on through. Right. I didn't right. have the iPass, but we signed up for the thing where it records your license plate, so then it just charges you automatically. You zip right. on through. But as soon as we got past that, Indiana, um, Ohio, Pennsylvania, they all still had these gates. I'm slowing down. Why am I slowing down and paying at a gate? <laughs> they must not like you, Vince. They, they saw you. Coming. They were out for me in my fully loaded minivan on my way to Manhattan. Wow. I wish. Do, do, do you at least have any pictures of what me being an idiot in the big city? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> double parked on fifty fifth fifty fifth Street and Third Avenue. Wow, wow, it was chaos, my friend. But isn't make isn't toll roads? Isn't it's a very difficult process to even begin, right? Like, don't for you have sure. to go Where through do you like? Start? You have to get federal regulators uh, involved. You have to get federal approval involved. You have to figure out where they go. You got to pay for the foundation. I mean, so it's not like a, okay, let's do it, and then it could be built next year, right? Like, this is a multi-year deal. Ken, what I want, you and me, let's invest. Let's build us a bridge. You know, just be one of these private companies that build a bridge and then just you charge the toll. Well, why the don't home. we just start the company that will run the toll road yeah. before Wisconsin. Ooh. <laughs> what, time you, you what time are you in today? <laughs> Let's have a meeting. <laughs> Dr. Ken Harris, our teammate from 1017 The Truth. Thanks, my friend. Take care.